there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Casey Neer. Could you share a time in your professional life when you really struggled? Maybe you failed at something or had a terrible boss or unpleasant (laughs) colleagues, whatever it was, how did you persevere? And was Mm -hmm. there a lesson that you may have learned in the process? I think everybody's had their mixture of personal, professional missteps and I think Being vulnerable and being honest about them hopefully helps, especially other young women realize that it's certainly not a hindrance to finding your path. I think for me, probably one of my bigger struggles in the last few years was when I first stepped into this role. It was a new role. It was kind of created because we were growing and we needed somebody to sit in this seat. And we talked about in this profession, a lot of imposter syndrome. I had a lot of imposter syndrome. I felt really young. I felt inexperienced. I felt totally new. I had managed, but not at this scale before. And I was really nervous. And I think in the first few months, I had a few missteps with our leadership team. I think coming off too bold, too excited, too ready to jump in with solutions and probably didn't take a pause enough to really listen and get comfortable and sit back in this new role. And it heightened some of those insecurities I already had. And I think I really remember having a moment with another woman in our company who has a leadership role who I really admired. And I ended up talking to her at our annual retreat one-to-one after I had had a couple of missteps and apologized and just had a very vulnerable, open conversation. And it was really powerful because she really appreciated that. But she also made me feel like I could do this. And I think I needed to feel a little bit of that lift and a little bit of a reminder that we've all been there. And it didn't mean that I, was, I wasn't going to keep this job. <laughs> and I think that guidance from another woman in our company who has been very successful was just reassuring to know it was going to be okay. Wow, Casey, you are such a badass. Let me tell you, (laughs) that takes so much courage to share a story like that at your age, which is very young, Mm -hmm. to have that level of self-awareness and courage to come Mm. out and say, yeah, I experienced imposter syndrome. And P.S., the term imposter phenomena Mm. was introduced a little over 40 years ago in an Mm. article that was written by two women entitled The Imposter Phenomenon in High Achieving Women, Mm. Dynamics and Therapeutic Intervention. In other Mm. words, The imposter syndrome was named because of women 
like you, Casey, who's obviously very bright, incredibly talented, gifted, used to knocking it out of the park, (laughs) putting in those extra hours, doing all of that. And it happens to so many women. And hello, I've experienced it. Mm-hmm. Many, many times. And I hope that our young listeners, especially the young women mm-hmm. who are listening to this, who go out into the professional world, will take comfort in this. Mm-hmm. It is natural to feel like, especially when your supervisors mm-hmm. see in you the mm-hmm. talents and the gifts that you have, and then challenge you to take on more responsibilities, you are most likely going to feel imposter syndrome. Absolutely. But it's all good. It's, it's all, all good. good. Yep. And I do think that especially for, you know, I mentioned being a remote company, I think in the digital age, we are all usually our best selves on the internet, or we try to be, right? It's obviously very well known that we live our best lives on our Instagram profiles or our Facebook pages. And I think sometimes we forget that can happen remotely in work. And I think sometimes the messiness of day-to-day life doesn't show up as much in work settings when you're remote. And I think it's important for women to sometimes make that more visible to say, I struggled today, or I really didn't do a great job today. And to help each other and normalize the fact that it's not all perfect days. And I certainly don't have it together all the days. (laughs) I think I always want to make sure that's visible to the people I work with too. Yes. And this is what life is all about. I mean, right now we're experiencing that. Mm -hmm. All of us are to a very real and profound degree with the coronavirus. We are all affected by this, whether it is depressing, anxiety provoking, loneliness provoking Mm -hmm. as well. The fact that people are cut off from their friends, Mm -hmm. from their loved ones. You know, you may have your nuclear family there, but you are isolated nonetheless. We go through ups and downs in our personal lives and in our professional lives, and it's natural and reach out for help. Don't Mm -hmm. feel that you have to carry this burden silently. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think and I hope that most employers right now, we're talking about it a lot, that parents and caretakers right now are really, really struggling doing two jobs at once, particularly our parents of young kids. And I'm hopeful that employers and managers are recognizing that, that people can show up to their paid job in varying ways based on the privileges and experiences they're having right now at home. So I'm hopeful that that's bringing that into conversation a little bit more right now. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.